From the late 40s to the early 60s, the Hollywood Western enjoyed a golden era. Out of this distinctly American genre came a distinctly American pop music phenomenon, the gunfighter ballad. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. On this our day. The first big gunfighter hit in the 20th century jukebox came from Fred Zinnemann's classic western High Noon. This was a million seller for Frankie Lane and it won an Oscar for the best film song of 1952. Strictly speaking, Davy Crockett was more of a frontiersman than a gunfighter, but in 1955 he was everywhere. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, green estate in the land of the free. Raised in the woods, so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. There were three versions of the Davy Crockett song, and collectively they sold an estimated seven million copies in six months, making them the fastest-selling records in history up to that time. Four years later, Johnny Cash tried his hand at the gunfighter song with his cautionary tale, Don't Take Your Guns to Town. He laughed and kissed his mom and said, You're Billy Joe's a man. I can shoot as quick and straight as anybody can. But I wouldn't shoot without a cause. I'd gun nobody down. But she cried again as he rolled away. He delivered it in his typical half-sung, half-spoken style, underlining the storytelling characteristic of the form. Don't take your guns to town, son. Leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't take your guns to town. In 1959, Marty Robbins recorded his landmark album Gunfighter Ballads and Trail Songs. On it, he mythologised Billy the Kid, strangers with big irons on their hips, and most famous of all, the Texas border town of El Paso. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina, music would play and Ferdinand would whirl. It became the first number one single of the 60s and the first country song to win a Grammy. One night a while, your cowboy came in, wild as the West Texas wind. It's been said of Gene Pitney that he could sing anything. Though he specialised in teenage heartbreak, in 1962 he submitted his version of a theme song for John Ford's The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. When Liberty Valance rode to town, the women folk would hide, they'd hide. When Liberty Valance walked around, the men would step aside. Because the point of a gun was the only law that Liberty understood. When it came to shooting straight and fast, he was mighty good. As the 60s progressed, the Western started to gravitate from the silver screen to television. By 1964, Bonanza was the most popular television program in the world. 
It subverted the genre by making the wealthy landowners, the Cartwrights, the heroes. The patriarch of the family was Ben Cartwright, played by Canadian actor Lorne Green. The producers asked the cast to record a Cartwright family album to promote the show. Green recalled coming across some verse about a gunfighter that made the hair on the back of his neck stand up. He'd been a newsreader with the CBC in a former life and brought those dramatic skills and a magnificent baritone voice to the song. The studio supplied the percussion and the mandatory male choir. The album languished in obscurity for nearly a year until a chance airing by a Texas disc jockey caused a sensation. Ringo became an overnight hit and disappeared just about as quickly, reaching number one for just one week in 1964. From here on in, the Western started to fade from our screens and the gunfighter ballad was no more. He lay face down on the desert sand, clutching a six-gun in his hand. Shot from behind, I thought he was dead, for under his heart was an ounce of lead. But a spark still burned, so I used my knife, and late that night, I saved the life of Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. I nursed him till the danger passed. The days went by, he mended fast. And then from dawn till setting sun, he practiced with that deadly gun. And hour on hour, I watched in awe. No human being could match the draw of Ringo. One day we rode the mountain crest, and I went east, and he went west. I took to law and wore a star, while he spread terror near and far. With lead and blood he gained such fame all through the west, they feared the name of Ringo. I knew someday I'd face the test, which one of us would be the best. And sure enough, the word came down that he was holed up in the town. I left the posse out on the street, and I went in alone to meet Ringo. They said my speed was next to none, but my lightning draw had just begun when I heard a blast that stung my wrist. The gun went flying from my fist, and I was looking down the bore of the deadly 44 of Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. They say that was the only time that anyone had seen him smile. He slowly lowered his gun, and then he said to me, we're even, friend. And so at last I understood that there was still a spark of good in Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. I blocked the path of his retreat. He turned and stepped into the street. A dozen guns spit fire and lead. A moment later, he lay dead. The town began to shout and cheer. Nowhere was the shed a tear for Ringo. Ringo. The story spread throughout the land that I had beaten Ringo's hand. And it was just the years, they say, that made me put my guns away. But on his grave, they can't explain the tarnished star above the name of Ringo. Ringo.